0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking
1: requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA member FDIC. Season two of the Patent JT podcast. Oh my,
2: now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best come
1: on. Exclusively on the Heard App Media Network. Right. This is the Patent JT podcast. Uh, tad out of sorts today. A little weird. Uh, just feel odd. You know, when you kind of wake up and you're just like, what, something just feels off. We, for some reason, had a power okay. outage at our office this morning. And like like a whole well, huge square, what, two-mile area of Omaha?
0: Not even. I don't even know if it's two miles, really.
1: I do not even think it was two whole miles. When um, you're in that mile, it feels like two miles.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, but it was enough that it, it affected where we work and then. Some other offices.
1: Well, it was weird because I, you know, I mean, you know, make fun of me all the time because I'm an idiot and I go to work super early when it's dark. And it just was super eerie going down the uh, Q Street over the interstate. And it was, there, mm-hmm. were no, there were no street lights, there were nothing and no stoplight. I blew through two stop intersections because there were no lights. Didn't even think about it, just went. So it was super weird. Then uh-huh. I had to go to the dentist. And so after going, doing that and then going to the dentist and then having to then, um, from home. Just, yeah, three you
0: know, miles away, everything was fine. Yeah. Two miles away, everything's dark. Super um, weird. but it's interesting is that I think there's a lot of stuff and, and we got to ask Dana about this, uh, Dana camp with us this morning and, and uh, Good morning. what, what did it, you, you had said, cause we said we were going to have to record remotely. So you're at home, I'm at home, Pat's at home, um, uh, because power was out, yeah. um, at work. So. What did you mention, though, that you didn't trust your computer because oh, of what? We're,
2: we're currently in a mercury retrograde. So electronics, vehicles, anything electrical tends to fritz out. And so the other day I did another podcast and could not get the sound to work on my computer. Had to, like, hold my phone for, like, an hour.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> it was oh horrible.
2: <laughs> so right. I was like, when you were like, we're going remote, I was like, No. Oh. I got to I got I need like a half hour to like troubleshoot everything on my computer and you wouldn't, you know, and exactly what I thought would happen. So this, this platform wouldn't work on Safari. I had to download Google Chrome to play it. And then, so I had to go through all of that. Then I couldn't get half of my Apple devices are not talking to each other. So like it was, I had to, I had to remember passwords and I was like, oh, oh, this is no crazy this is So much no
1: retrograde.
0: Let me ask you too, is this whole retrograde thing? Somebody had mentioned that it's, it's affecting people in the fact that you just like are really tired.
2: So communication is one of the things as well. So misunderstandings, um, when people are talking um, I don't know if the foggy brain, like stuff and being tired is connected to this particular planet. Um. Mm-hmm. But Mercury kind of oversees like communication, electronics. Mm. So it's there's like
1: Mercury's already always retrograding. How many times does it retrograde it, a year?
2: Three times a year. Oh. Three times, three times a, year. a year. I think one like, year it was feels four like times. it's always there. It's kind of like having a period.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> again, already. Like, <laughs> here we go again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's that time of the year. Yeah, um. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been. It's been crazy. And then on another note, I've had this stupid sore of throat, which I will say, last night was the first night I slept all night in like three weeks. And um, seriously, and I'm not exaggerating. I mean, it's been every night I was I would wake up two, three, four times coughing, and I didn't last night. That's and big. I felt pretty damn good when I woke Is up. Is that because you, like,
1: did you gargle with hot salt water for the first time ever yesterday? Maybe that's why.
0: I um, I did several things for the first time yesterday because uh, I talked to like two or three people, and you were one of them talking about, um, talking about something, you know, things to try or, or products to buy. Cause I, I didn't, cause the doctor was just like, eh, you know, eh, it's a cold, you know, you had a cold, you got a sore throat. It's not mono. It's not tonsillitis. It's not, you know, it's nothing that a doctor can do anything for. And I'm not one to really take prescriptions, um, mm. just because, and it's like, there's gotta be some way to give me some relief. And so I've got my throat coat tea, which I stocked up on. So I've been using it like crazy. And then I did do the saltwater gargle. Um, and I, and I had to actually look up exactly how you're supposed to do that. I did not know. Cause it's like, you don't just gargle once and you're done. You're supposed to have a whole eight, eight to 10 ounces and, and take like four or five drinks and gargle for 30 seconds each time. Mm-hmm. So the whole, the whole glass, you need to eventually gargle the whole glass of, of really salty water. And it works. And like, and and it I felt nothing when I did it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you that. It, it it was it was dandy, it was warm, it was comforting, but it was no relief when I did it. But I can't say that it didn't do the trick because my throat's not sore right now. It's
1: like when you put salt on a canker sore, like it does it hurts right at first, but like, well it's still my canker sore is still there. That. It worked or cold yeah whatever's yeah. inside your mouth canker cold whatever yeah. put salt yeah. on there I and like live? a day it goes away a couple days earlier than it normally would yeah, like, everything heals in, in your mouth
2: rock salt yeah put it in like in a canker sore and just mm-hmm. press it in and dry it out really really badly it
1: hurts like a there flaming bitch though when you're doing it oh my gosh like it <laughs> yeah, hurts yeah. so bad
2: it does. It really does.
1: Yeah.
0: It's so rough. anyway, I'm in a really good mood, and then it, then it seemed like like you're talking about communication. Mm-hmm. I have been inundated with text messages, phone calls, voicemail, uh, Teams messages, emails on from several different places, and and it's like
1: everybody woke up this morning going hair on fire, hair yeah. on fire, hair <laughs> on fire. I need <laughs> so and the, okay. So for and communication too, like you're saying, like is it. Just that communication is either heightened, it's messed up, or people are, two examples, real quick. Yesterday, I was voiced to texting or whatever in my car with Siri uh-huh. to somebody that I needed to send equipment to. And I'm like, well, wait, her and her husband might be on vacation, so I'm not just going to text them. I'm going to wait to get to where I'm going, check on their Instagram, see if they're on vacation. If not, then I'll text them. Why, When I got to the Hill Varsity Club, she texted me. About and we hadn't talked for a couple weeks. She texted me saying, "Hey, what's up with the equipment? That's yeah. super weird." Uh, and then Beth and a friend of hers, or Beth and her cousin, were talking about some guy they both knew back in the day. Couldn't figure his name out. Couldn't figure his name out. And then the next day, her cousin was at a party or an event, and this guy walks in the room. Hadn't seen him for like two decades. That's that happened weird. to me. That's so that's weird. Just
2: been happening to me too. Is
1: that a Mercury that's, retrograde that's- deal?
2: I I'm not I would say it's part of communication, so I'm going to go yes yeah. on that, <laughs> so honestly. Um, it doesn't mean that communication is always going to be messed up. it's So when you think about retrograde, it's kind of like redo or review, right? So things that were left a certain way that still need to be revisited kind of get brought back into your peripheral, like X's will show up, things that have happened in the past that need to be resolved will continue to come up. Um, so just stuff like that. Uh, I always find like um, people who that I haven't talked to for a long time that maybe we didn't talk for a reason will suddenly be like, I was thinking about you. I was like, well, I don't want to think about
0: you. (laughs) You can just stop doing that. (laughs)
2: That door is closed, (laughs) but thanks for knocking.
0: (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) last time we talked to you it's been about a month and uh pat did you have anything else you wanted to get to also pat before um
1: oh i just wanted to say okay another communication deal so i had mentioned this to you jill before we started recording i'm like hey i want to talk about hollywood raw real quick at the beginning of this episode i haven't talked to dax in a couple days texting maybe occasionally right before you said that to me dax called me on the phone called me and he's in california two hours ahead of us or behind us so it's like what so i wanted to say something quick about hollywood raw they as of today they're the number one entertainment news podcast on apple and it's in the u.s in the u.s yes in the u.s it's absolutely huge i haven't checked the other international charts but um so i'm sure he's probably calling in in tears and so pumped but so happy for those guys it's awesome probably drunk already probably hammered and they're guarantees hammered uh and the (laughs) guest they had on this episode that released today which is wednesday um is a flight attendant from uh like a private jet company. She has a podcast of her, of her own yeah. and she talks about like celebrity encounters that she'd had had on these private jets and things she's seen secret parties. It's awesome.
0: You know, it's interesting. You bring that up, that whole Elon Musk uh, accusation uh, about a flight attendant on one of his planes, oh. supposedly that he um, promised her a pony. If she would touch him, that that's, what? and I'm th- that, that's the story. Basically, not a pony, but a horse. I, I kind of. Well, I, samesies. I, samesies. <laughs> samesies but, that wasn't yeah, the that's, weird that's part of the it. That's story. That's why he posted the other day on on there. Um, some guy posted something about Elon and said, Elon, you've got to buy this so we can fix it and make it better. And, and Elon responded with, OK, fine. I'll get you a horse if you touch my wiener. And he what? a picture of a wiener dog. <laughs> and Because and, <laughs> he's making fun yeah. because he doesn't have flight attendants on his planes. That's that's the he crux doesn't? and she said she was a flight attendant on his plane
1: Ah, interesting.
2: um interesting. the one that i remember she's actually a massage
1: therapist i mean kind of one of the No, yeah private.
0: supposedly she said she was a flight attendant on his plane he says i don't have flight attendants on my planes because it's his
1: private jet. that's the most. I motion mean, so c-
2: i think he might i think he know. might be using um being very literal Mm-hmm. So that because so if he doesn't call he is them, very flight, literal. if he calls them, um, if he doesn't call them flight attendants, he would say, Well, I don't have flight attendants. Oh, well, what do you call them?
0: Flight, do, that's what I would ask him.
2: Well, then yeah. what do you call the women on he, your plane that assist you?
0: Good point. It could be. I don't know that he has any though. I'm not sure. I'm just like, I'm saying he's being very flip about it because,
2: well, I like how he turned yeah. it into a political issue.
0: How do you do that?
2: Well, when this girl came forward saying that he had offered her this money as like a silencing thing mm-hmm. um, he turned around and said that this was the democrat be, right before she came out with it he had the heads up and he said that the democrats were coming after him and that he would never vote democrat again and that mm-hmm. you know what yeah, i mean yeah. so he immediately and i thought you're not a politician brah mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not the first thing i thought was like yeah. he's thinking of himself as some kind of politician and he's trying <laughs> to play with the politicians but yeah he's not a politician
0: he has gotten the attention of some people that are very political. Let's put it yeah. that way. He has right. gotten their attention because of his uh, flirtation with the buying of Twitter. Right. And the um, money
2: and how that yeah. influences things in political sure. world. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But he, yeah. he wants to play in that game and that's not his game. His game and is I don't think he in that got game. into
0: it for politics. I think he got into it because he seriously was like, this is dumb. Why can't but people? He
2: blamed that coming out on yeah. a polit- political party to take the attention off of himself.
0: And I can't, I can't claim that it didn't happen that way because it's pretty dirty. He
2: has, <laughs> an, awful, he has an awful lot of heat on him right now, and he mm-hmm. is not. He, I think that ego we talked about that he has, where they think they're kind of godlike. I think that um, that ego kind of got out of control and he got a little unrealistic with himself and he didn't realize how many haters he had because he's so self-focused
0: well that's that's like anybody at that level i don't uh-huh. think they see outside their bubble i and think he tried um, to
2: vilify like other billionaires yeah. like he's like the hero mm-hmm. billionaire billionaire but he's really not the hero billionaire he's still a billionaire flies around in a private jet yeah you know so it's like he tried to paint himself a certain way and he got pretty grandiose about himself. And then the backlash is happening with the public. They're not, they're not pro Elon anymore. And his stocks are crashing.
0: It goes right along with Johnny Depp. It's like, there's a very pro Johnny Depp side. There's a very pro Amber side, not as many by, by far. Um, But same way with Elon right now, I'm, I'm kind of like pro Elon. I'm like, you know what? Anything that, that, that upsets the apple cart, I'm for it. I'm just like, you know what? Do it. Do it. Stir the pot.
2: But is it also a distraction? Because he is a giant distraction from what's going on. And he Mm -hmm. I think that's why he turned it into a political thing so that he could turn that back into. Hey, focus on the politics and not me because my stocks are crashing.
0: It could be. (laughs) It could be. It um, also could be that he has other influences in his in his circle that that pushed it that direction, because I don't know that he would do that. Do but I, I don't know. He has that he a did. circle. I, do. I don't
2: I don't know that he has a trusted circle because he's quick to just dismiss people who don't agree with him.
0: Mm-hmm. And and I you know what? I, I But I I find that to be almost healthy in the fact that kind of like on Twitter and social media, mm-hmm. you've got to just don't read the don't read the comments. It's like they say when you're a performer, when you're a performer, don't read Your reviews, don't pay attention. Do you, and don't worry about who you're trying to impress. That gives you the most authentic performance. When you're trying to sway public opinion one way or the other, you're going to put your thumb on the scale a little bit one way or the other. So it's like you hope that you're getting an uninfluenced Mm -hmm. dialogue is what you're wanting. That's why I think the pot stirring was awesome when it first started because it was like so out of the blue and it caught so many people off guard. Mm-hmm.
2: But when you have, when you're the type of frequencies that he is, mm-hmm. not unlike Putin, and you isolate yourself and you begin to only take your own counsel.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think,
2: I don't think you You get d- a, a distorted reality of what's uh, happening when you're co-creating.
0: Like everybody in Washington, D.C.,
2: yeah, when we have you have no
0: idea what's going on.
2: Removed from like the common person's life experiences, mm-hmm. they can't really. They don't understand how they're impacting other people because they don't have that worry. They don't carry any of the the same worries or fears or things that we carry on a daily basis. If something happened to them, it wouldn't affect them the same way that it happens to us. Something that could be devastating to um, a middle class person wouldn't even affect somebody who. Mm-hmm doesn't have to worry about where that money would come from. Right. So it's mm-hmm. interesting to think about how these people who are really not um, connected to us in in a, in a stressors type of way are, are making these big decisions for people who they're impacting far more than they realize they are.
1: And when they say and try to pretend mm-hmm. that they are connected with the common folk, like what's uh, the lady that drank the beer and her husband walked in? She goes, hi, honey. Susan was oh. it Warren. Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Warren, when she's talking about like trying to communicate and put herself on the level of us down here, having these stressors yeah. and then knowing that she's $50 million in the bank, nine houses, like, come on, dude, we're not stupid. Right. I, mean, right. I, I sounded stupid right there, not knowing but her name. That's, but we're not no, saying. but
2: that's kind of like, but that's the disconnect, yeah. right? Like they don't really, mm-hmm. they, they don't see that we can see because they, they have elevated themselves to a place where they think that, we don't see it. We're not smart enough. We're not, you know, connect enough. We don't understand yeah. what's really going on. We're just, they're making decisions for us because we're incapable of making decisions for ourselves. It's, have
0: you watched any of the vid- videos from Davos uh, from the world economic forum and the meeting that's going on right now amongst the 190 elites in the world that are gathered to hear George Soros speak and to hear Klaus Schwab speak and, and hearing them speak in the way that they talk. Mm-hmm. It is like, they are so looking down on the rest of us and, and it's, it is, this is what we're going to do to, to save us from ourselves. Um, and, and listening to the conversation, it's like, who wrote this script? So <laughs> this is awesome. I the mean,
2: irony of what you're talking about. Like I just rewatched the entire series of game of Thrones. Ah, Yes. This is like Game of Thrones. Like these people up in their ivory towers making decisions for the common people who are just pawns to them. Yeah. Like she comes in at the end. uh, Daenerys comes in at the end and she doesn't have to destroy the city. She doesn't have to murder the entire Westeros city, but she just gets this power trip and look on her face. And she just lights that whole place up and destroys it. And, um, that's what happens when you have too much power and you think, you know, what's better for people than they do.
0: Exactly. You know, she's,
2: she's like, they have to fear me. They, you know, I have, I have this power and I'm the one that has a right to rule it. And I'm the one that whatever I say is more important and is what's best for everyone. And, you know, I, I kind of, when you were talking, when we were talking about Elon, I kind of think of him as Denarius, honestly. You know, oh, it took him a while to get there. He he yeah. had an awkwardness about him most of his life. He didn't socially climb, but now he's got the money and people listen to him regardless. So mm-hmm. there's he's somebody to watch for sure because he might
0: you know. Well, it's funny to me is he was the poster boy for uh, one side of politics for many years because he's very much green energy, right. um, and and now all of a sudden it's a real struggle because there are people that are really pissed off at him, but they have a Tesla. And so they, they really like him, but they don't want to like him, but they, and so it's like, it's this struggle, but that's because they put all their eggs in one basket. It's like, you've got to decide why you like this Tesla. Is it because it's Elon Musk or because you like the car? Does it matter if you don't like the person? And it's, we've had this conversation about actors. If an actor, Pat, what was his, um, Oh, what's his name that we liked from uh, house of cards spacey spacey. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. a great example. God, Kevin Spacey! What the? Now every time I see him in the movie,
1: all I see is dirtbag. Total pervy. Yeah.
0: I'm just like, wow, you were. How come I couldn't see that before? Because it's so obvious. Okay, because now, but when isn't you're
1: it? when you see it now, now you know, like when he's in, doing interviews or something. But like seeing it in role, you would never have seen it in a role. But now, even like in interviews, him talking, it's like the way he moves and is like a serpent, slow. It's like super creepy. Yeah, it's
2: a little slippery. Yeah,
1: yeah. But yeah. think about
2: like time an actor. Breaks his code of silence, right? Mm-hmm. Like how much cooler was Tom Cruise before he jumped on the couch?
0: Yeah, yeah. He lost all his cool points. Before
2: Katie Holmes, right? He lost his like, cool points. People felt like when he, when he stopped being mysterious, that's when his career changed a little bit. And it's not, I mean, he has enough money, he can keep his career going and he does make amazing movies. But mm-hmm. when I see him, like you said, when I see him, I think of, you know, his religion, his you know, jumping on a couch, yeah. you know, you think about these things that make him more human and less that hero that he plays and in more polarized and they get kind of like mixed up,
0: yeah. right? They're, they're now more polarizing because all actors, I mean, seriously, a lot of them decided to come out from behind the curtain in the last say 10 years. And right. a lot of them paid a really big price for that because they couldn't go back to their profession yeah. in the same way.
1: For and sure. it's like,
0: you know, if you want to be really hugely successful as an actor or actress, you really need to have that that an amenity
2: or is that what it's called? And,
0: yeah, you really do. You need to keep you know, that and,
2: private because then you become you real.
0: Chameleon, be right? So then yeah, you, you have to keep
2: that separate or you become, you know, a, a target because people yeah. we fall in love with the character, not the actor. We right. fall in love with who they're pretending to be, not who they are
0: or how well so they are put on a
2: human and you make yourself you know vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. It changes the way people perceive you and then maybe they can't unsee you in your pedophile yeah. kind of <laughs> persona,
1: right? Like, exactly. You and can. even if
2: that wasn't true, does it at this point does it matter because people want to attach themselves to the reality that they want to believe is true, right? Mm-hmm. So even if like just getting accused of something like that You're kind of ruined. It's
0: it. it, I think it's not as bad as it was at one point because so many accusations have been flying in the last few years. Mm. We've had some some that were so so bad. When you look at the Weinstein's or the Epstein's or um, Ghislaine Maxwell, I mean, you know, it's like you've got that that it's just mind boggling that some people they aren't ready to wrap their heads around how awful it truly was. Right, and so then you have some people. Who get thrown under the bus, they've been able to come back around if they're wealthy. Yeah. Because they're going to have to be able to stand on their own two feet because other people don't want to get attached to them. Um,
2: Well, when you own the media. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: When you own the media, you can paint whatever reality you want. But I
0: do. Do you ever find yourself like if I'm watching a movie um, and I do watch my fair share? Thank you very much. But um, (laughs) at the end, if I see it, it was a Weinstein production and I'm just like, oh. Damn! I love, like that that you, I love that you. that you stick around. Over it
1: now. That you stick around long yeah. enough to see the credits. At oh, the sometimes end, it's the at the very beginning with... when they have the
0: opening credits. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they'll have you know the executive producers or whatever that are listed in Harvey Weinstein and his brothers or whatever their names were. Um, those names pop up and it just kind of kind of shades things a little different color. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: And they but, were just okay. the funding for it. They weren't the people that you know.
0: They only, they only funded winners. I'll give them that. <clears throat> they need a lot of money. That's why work. they
2: have a lot of money because they know yeah. what horse to bet on. Right. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Oh my God. Hey, before we, we roll on here, cause we've got, um, we're going to get to some numbers from listeners. And then we've also oddly, we're going to be talking about Tom Cruise. Yeah. In just a second, um, a little more, a little more deeply because a, a local connection is what we want to get to. But before we do that, just a reminder, and we talked about this before we have some great friends at FSC edge that have an opportunity for a great job and we wanted to spread the word. So we're, we're trying to get it out there in
1: front of people so they know what's going on at FSC edge. It's cool because they support some of the world's largest patent offices, which is when you first hear that, you're like, that's so random, but it's so (laughs) huge. I mean, it's because there are only three patent offices in the world, European patent office, the German patent office and the U S patent and trademark office. um, And they uh, work with, they work with those three organizations. It's unbelievable. It's really cool. I think they're the only group of companies that provide the support to all three. Yeah,
0: so Actually. amazing. So, so you get to see some really fascinating stuff and learn more about it. Uh, they're really proud of the work environment that they have. They've invested over $2 million in improvements locally. It's a fantastic environment. And they got a very generous benefits package. So if you are in the market for a new gig, you're, you're trying to pivot a little bit, you're wanting to look at something a little bit different, just get online at uh, jobs at fsc.com take a look at uh, what's out there for
1: you and, and give them a ring or fill out the application. Yeah. It sounds like a great place to work. Great people, fun people. You're not customer facing. You're not on the phone. Um, so yeah, yes. get on the website jobs at FSC.com and see what they have.
0: Fantastic. All right. So let's get back here. Let's start with uh, listener numbers. Uh, we had Jillian who, who right away perked up the other day and we were like, Hey, by the way, we're going to have Dana camp in. Don't forget to send us your numbers. And I think Jillian has sent them in before. Yeah. And I wanted to be sure we did not, miss her
2: okay all right so um for Jillian she is a life path one and she leads with harmony and leadership so um her attitude energy is an eight so that eight shows up a couple times in her chart that eight is is the executive power position money title status balance is very important for her um She also has a lot of strong seven energy in her chart. So ones, fives, and sevens tend to spend a lot of time in their head. She thinks a lot. Um, She's a deep thinker, a philosophical. um, She processes things on a deeper level than a lot of other people. Um, She does want to be a leader in whatever she's doing. So her keeping her thoughts positive and encouraging herself is super important because When you spend a lot of time in your head, sometimes it's that inner critic that is running the show. And with those sevens in her chart, that faith and doubt, like bouncing back and forth between believing in herself and not believing in herself kind of takes over. And then that can really spiral for her um, if she buys into the negative self-talk. So it's important for her to keep her attitude on what she wants and not what she doesn't want. Um, And then create that balance because she spends so much time forward thinking. She's always like, if she's doing something in the present moment, she's thinking about what she can do next time to improve on that. So sitting with her accomplishments, cheering for herself, really celebrating the things that she does well and not critiquing them against what she didn't know. So like a lot of times what eights will do is they'll do something, but they can already see how they could improve it. So they kind of put down what they've already accomplished because it could have been better. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's important for her to um, to celebrate as she every day celebrate the things that she's accomplishing on a regular basis, not just because for her, it's never enough and it's never done because she could always do more. So that mm. puts her so far in the future it creates anxiety. So for her to stay grounded, it's really important that she stay present. So what can I do in this moment? To position myself for what i want to achieve so focusing on the very moment that you're in rather than trying to plot out the how things are going to go later right because when we're not present we're either in the past or we're in the future and both of those create depression and anxiety and then the key to that balance is to become heart-centered and present so for her it's very important that she learn to be present
0: interesting you know it's um you made me think of i just saw a video uh, Tiger Woods playing golf last week. Patty may have seen this as well. It's all it's on social media. Of he's getting ready to take a swing, and they, they they got this huge crowd behind him. Every single person has a phone up in front of their face, and they're they're filming him, except for one guy who's standing in front, holding a Michelob Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> and he's totally focused watching Tiger That's Woods. Awesome. That now is a commercial for Mick
1: Ultra. That's awesome. They've oh.
0: they turned that video. It was just, it was a man and his Mick Ultra, no phone. He's wow. totally in the moment watching it happen. That and is an amazing
2: advertisement.
0: I, oh, it, it turned into a, an awesome commercial. I just saw that they it just converted yesterday. but the video it was kind of floating around, people were kind of laughing about. That's amazing because all these Yahoos behind him had their phone up in front of their face. They're watching it happen. On their phone right? when Tiger Woods is standing 10 feet away from him. And so many events we go to, people do the same thing. They aren't living in the moment. They're watching it happen on their phone while they're at a concert.
1: And they never go back and watch those videos. I just deleted some videos from when Garth Brooks was in Lincoln. Um, Just like I think at the end of last year, I finally deleted those. And he was in town four years ago or whatever. And I think I watched them maybe twice before I deleted them. I watched them and then deleted (laughs) So yeah I, spent, yeah, I spent like one whole like walk away Joe from Trisha Yearwood with my phone up here, like oh my god, <laughs> and I never, so I missed the whole performance, and then I deleted the stupid video. It's so it's it that's important
0: for everybody, and I always feel that way when you're at an event, and and whether it's a parade or it's a child's performance, it's like I get you want the video, but maybe the schools can start saying, hey, we'll have a video available online for all the parents. You know where you can go get it later, so you all can put your phones down mm-hmm. and watch your kids. Yeah, just that's a, that's a really
1: that's a really good idea. That's a really good and idea. actually, that would be. It. We should write that down. I'm going to delete this out of the <laughs> podcast, and I'm going to uh, call uh, get our a pa- patent on it. I know some people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to get a patent. I think right that thing. would be that'd be a great it would be a great service to uh, to the parents and to yeah. the school, right? Yes. And to the kids. And exactly. to the
1: kids. Oh, and the all kids. right,
0: so let's go with Tom Cruise here. Uh, the reason why we brought up Tom Cruise. Should we want to talk Ted first, then? Uh, we're going to. That's I'm I'm gonna that's I'm okay. gonna tie him in here in just a second. We're gonna go with Ted. Okay. Um the reason why is um Tom Cruise, we've got a new movie coming out, Top Gun, um, which is what 40 years later? Is that right, Pat? Uh 87, mm-hmm. 97,
1: 2007, 2017, almost like 35. I don't know. 35 and Tom 40 Cruise years, looks whatever. amazing, by the way. He looks incredible. Was that? Tom Cruise looks amazing. He looks incredible. And I've heard that this is better than the first, and it's one of the one of the greatest movies he's ever done. So I'm pumped.
0: A lot of good chatter about Yeah, I mean, all the way around. There was an article in the paper the <clears throat> other day, and it was in the Ashland Gazette, which that's my hometown, and I think it's been in every little town paper across the state, plus Lincoln and Omaha and everywhere else, um, but it talked about the local connection to Tom Cruise and Top Gun via the president of the University of Nebraska, whose name is Ted Carter, Jr., and he actually was at Miramar at the Navy Fighter Weapons School. Um, he was a part of the Top Gun School when this movie was going to be made. And basically it said that uh, with the blessing of the Chief of Naval Operations, a movie was being made about those hotshot aviators in Fighter Town, USA. Someone needed to take this young actor out on the town and tell him what Top Gun was about. And that mission fell to Lieutenant Walter Carter, Carter Jr., who was known to his buddies as Slapshot um, <laughs> and another officer, Um, they, they took Tom Cruise out on the town and basically taught him what the fighter school was all about. And, and I found this just fascinating. The whole story is fantastic, but I never, you never would think of the president of a university being the guy who was with Tom Cruise at
1: top gun school. I'm like, ever, you'd never think that ever, ever, ever think that never. No, isn't
0: that crazy? I thought, you know what, let's see what kind of guy he is. Let's grab his numbers Uh, So we got his birth date and year and sent them over to Dana. But although I've noticed, I've
1: noticed, I've known a couple of um, Navy pilots. One was an actual, like an F-14, F-15. Another one was another pilot in the Navy. And they're, although they are very cool, just cool because that's their job. They're super nerdy. Like they're super smart. They're super, I mean, they're, obviously they have to be. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense that a guy that made it to that level of a university is obviously a smart dude.
0: Smart guy. He's been the president of the university since 2020. So when you looked at his numbers and really not knowing a whole lot about the backstory, Dana, um, what what did you come away with about uh, Mr. Carter?
2: Well, he's he's incredibly intuitive. Um, He leans very he's very empathic. Um, He is the natural counselor twice. So it's not surprising that they would choose him to be the person who took Tom Cruise out and talked him up and got him excited about the role and, and, and explain that stuff to him. He also has the natural teacher as his personality number. Mm. So that also, so the natural teacher and the communicator, and then he has like this really great warm um, night and shining armor energy for uh, father energy for his attitude. So something that somebody that people would trust um, and his gift is that he likes to counsel. So for him to want to guide Tom Cruise in, Um, what he was going to be doing and what that would be like from that side of personal experience Mm -hmm. wouldn't be surprising. And he, he's animated, he's the actor, he's the chameleon. So he can, he can become whatever that person in front of him needs him to be. So he probably read Tom Cruise very easily. They also share three numbers in common, which gives them like a soulmate connection. So they would have gotten along easily when they met they would have been able to get along very easily
0: that's interesting you say that because he's very humble also because he claims it was just he was low man on the totem pole mm-hmm. that, that was why they chose him no no nothing special you know and that's not the case
2: well whether um, he thought that or not it you know doesn't change the fact that he got chosen for something like that i mean they couldn't have known that movie was going to be what it turned into
0: it was tom cruise
2: but he's i mean but he
0: was still young in his career
2: Ted is probably, I mean, an excellent communicator as far as that goes. So, I mean, who better to teach that and explain things and answer questions than somebody who's incredibly enthusiastic about what he does. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I could see why they, why even if they didn't consciously know why they were choosing him, he was the right person to pick.
0: Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The story is really neat. And we'll, we'll, the link in the comments or in the, the description. If you want to take a look at the story, it's really a cool story or you can look it up. Just uh,
1: make sure you Google send me Ted. that. Cause I will hundred percent forget to put it in the description.
0: I'll be sure it gets in there. Okay. <laughs> I'll be sure. Or, but you can Google Tom Cruise, Ted Carter, UNL or Ted Carter, or, you know, whatever. And, and you'll, you'll find it um, pretty easy to, to track it down, but that's kind of interesting. I think that's pretty cool. I like that. So,
2: so Tom Cruise himself yeah. is absolutely about being a superstar. He absolutely. always has been like, this guy has the confidence that nobody can shake. Mm -hmm. Like if you look back at him, have you ever seen him shook?
0: When he jumped up and down on the couch?
2: Well, that wasn't shook. That was manic.
0: I I found, I found, yeah, right? (laughs) That was love. He he absolutely like dropped all pretense. Right. And, and it was like, ah, you know, and you were like, whoa, who is that? (laughs) Right. But I mean,
2: he was just really, really in love. Mm -hmm. And so that, that took him like, when you're in love, you release all these hormones that, that make you make decisions that you wouldn't normally make. Um, very mania like, right. You make decisions that you, you know, he wasn't, he didn't care anymore. He like, I believe if I remember correctly, he fired his personal manager, um, that had kept him so private and was like, ah, get out of here. I'm I'm going a different direction now. And And he did. And ever since then he's come out and that's, you know, I didn't do his timeline, but I bet right around that time, he was in a time of authenticity where he was being pushed to be more himself Mm -hmm. or wanting to be known for who he is and less about who he pretends to be as an actor.
0: He came out more about Scientology also because there was that struggle with him and, and um, yeah, exactly. Well, before um, Nicole, what Nicole Kidman? Who was his first wife? Ni- Nicole thinking, Kidman. Oh, Nicole wives, Kidman. Right? It would have been married Nicole- a
2: couple times. Nicole Kidman or the one before that would
0: have been the one because she was the one that kind of pushed back. On oh yeah, this whole deal. They had adopted. They the were
2: together literally one mm-hmm. nine-year cycle, I believe. I don't mm-hmm. think they were together longer than than a nine-year I, cycle. It
0: was just under the ten because ten year was the magic number.
2: Uh-huh. Because for... that's when they would have been where they would have in their agreement. I guess they would have been vested
0: right and that then point, he, so he got... ended it or
2: she ended it right before the other person would have gotten half of everything or something
0: mm-hmm.
2: so exactly.
0: i don't know if yeah. the
2: timing of that was to prevent that i mean we never know what's really going on behind the scenes maybe that relationship was already dwindling
0: mm-hmm. um, interesting the way
2: that, that they portrayed it was that she had kind of low self-esteem and he was always trying to pump her up and that's yeah, right. kind of the the image they wanted yeah. us to have of that relationship. Um, yeah. and, then and then
0: look at her now. She's doing phenomenally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything is all copacetic. Everything's cool. She's got Keith you know, Urban the, for God's sake. I mean, come on. we
2: always pick, we pick people in our life that we need to learn things from.
0: Hmm. Interesting. And
2: Growth can be uncomfortable. So yeah, sometimes people are attracted to each other because we enable each other's toxic traits and right. there's nothing wrong with that. That's just another way of experiencing life. It's up to us how long we suffer, right? Very true. We decide how long we stay somewhere that makes us uncomfortable. So Tom Cruise, very much a superstar, very much about being number one in anything he does. His level Mm -hmm. of perfectionism is off the charts. He cares so much about things being exactly how he wants them. And I think he has his hands in at every level in his productions now. He Mm -hmm. is... He's running the show behind the show too now.
0: He does his own stunts.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. He doesn't his, trust yeah. others to do things the way mm-hmm. he envisions them being done.
0: Right. And, and at, at the time when they, made, part. when they made this movie at the time, I, I felt like there was a real on screen. Um, what do I want to say? It was like butting heads, but, not, but in a good way with Val Kilmer. Because mm-hmm. Val Kilmer yeah. at that time was... So was huge he himself. He was coming into his own as the 80s and 90s uh, actor. Oh, he
2: was a heartthrob.
0: Oh, my God.
2: I remember him being in my magazines. Yeah.
0: Ice man. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I always thought that he was uh, more attractive than Tom Cruise was. Mm-hmm but I'm kind and of partial. to. And he's going to be
0: in, he's in this. And he of course has gone through his own struggles the last few years. He had throat cancer um, and, and people commenting before it was revealed that he was ill uh, about his weight gain and talking about how he, he looked like he'd let himself go. And then they found out, Oh, he's been really sick. Yeah. And he's trying really hard and he is so grateful. He came out not just recently talking about the positive energy and all of the Uh, positive messages that he's been receiving from people. They're so excited that he's going to make a cameo type appearance and be part of the retelling or the continuation of the story, which I thought was pretty cool.
2: He'll always be, He'll always be the guy
0: chewing gum on the beach scene to me. 100%. 100%. (laughs) Oh, my God. Dana, we're going to have to actually wrap things up here, and I I don't want to, but we're going to have to. No worries. Um, But before we do that, we wanted to thank Centrist Federal Credit Union. They are our sponsors, and they are our partners, whether they like it or not. And look at We we didn't do anything to embarrass them today.
1: No. They are maverick to our goose. No, not goose because we die. They're they're maverick to our ice man. I take it back. There you go. There we go. So you see, I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say Maverick <laughs> and Iceman, two badasses. Maverick and
0: Iceman. Yeah. There we go. Something. Oh, my God. Something like that. You uh, guys are worse. Oh, my God. Um, but it's interest Federal Credit Union. Again, we're we're still through the end of June. Get on their website. If you're needing to refinance or you're thinking of buying a home, they do have a really special deal on, um, on financing and mortgages. We, don't, we, we are not going to get into the details because then we have to do all the legalese. We're just going to say... We're pointing you to their website so you can go find out the information there. Um, or if you just want to learn how to manage your finances a little better.
1: Right. And it's org or 402 334 You can call Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> ask, <laughs> ask
0: for Liz or Iceman.
1: Whatever. Or Iceman. Ask for Liz or Iceman. <laughs> whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway, Dana, any, any words in parting as far as... Uh, you always have inspiration. You always have positive energy. And uh, if people want to get a hold of you actually, and, and sit down and and do a little deeper dive.
2: So to reach me, I prefer to talk to people in person. So you can reach out to me directly at my phone. Um, Text is great as well. 402-960-0624. Right now I would just really recommend people be gentle with themselves and um, really more gentle we become with ourselves, the easier it is to be gentle with other people so for me I, I think that you know it's always an inside job and we should always start with ourselves so if you're triggered just know that that's yours and you need to dig around inside and figure out what's creating that disharmony for yourself and if you need help that's what I'm here for I'll help you figure that out
0: hundred percent thanks so much for dropping you're in welcome. and thanks for I, thanks for jumping in remotely absolutely it was fun fighting through <laughs>
2: All right. thanks,
1: Dana. Thank you, guys you. Have a
2: great day. You too. Thank you.
1: Um, you guys can get to us. Um, it's Pat and JT Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or um, like I said at the beginning, 402-403-9478. Thanks for yeah. listening. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.